thank you for joining us on One Size Fits Some, hosted by myself, Sebastian, and Blake. I hope you enjoyed the episode. It's not. It's not. Like, you talk, Okay, like you said... What did you just say? Say that again. Like the, the, the components of a relationship. The four components? Yeah. So the four components are communication, mm-hmm. great sex, conflict mm-hmm. resolution, and uh, attractiveness. Which so I feel like I feel like that goes hand in hand with So basically you're just saying conflict like like physical attraction and conflict resolution or communication. But they're different. They're they are very different. I'm talking about communication, like talking every day. Like are you able to talk to them about things that you have experienced throughout the day are they engaging in what are they interested in what you're talking so about? i would say communication communication interest and physical attraction i would say i would dilute it to three because i think communicating is different and you think physical attraction and sex go together yeah i don't think so yeah no no yeah. because you could be because you're physically attracted, attracted to you me right a, now but you, you don't de- want to have sex fish. with me you're a dead fish huh? i bet what you're a dead fish what is that a dead mean? fish no like where you just lay there and take it well, you just have sex where you don't really do anything. You just lay down and have missionary sex and then it's done. Oh, no way. Right? So it's different. Physical attraction and sex are two different things. Well, okay. I think you got me there probably. Okay. I, but but w- that's fine. You're, you're, you're probably right. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm <laughs> I thought not. that's what you were saying. No, no, I meant, I meant, I meant you got me there on, on what you're talking about. Like, okay. I understand what you're saying. And communication and conflict resolution are two different things. I understand what you're saying that like, I guess you could, you could have sex with somebody who is attractive, like, and you were physically attracted to them, but it would not necessarily be good. Like maybe they're not good. Boring. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay, so, but something that interested me, though, is you said conflict resolution. Yes. I think that is not, I don't think, I don't think the way two people resolve conflict exists. I think it's, I think if, if you're in a relationship with somebody and conflict resolution is not there, either one or both people just don't like to resolve conflict. Like, I think that's what it is. I think you have, I think you have two types of people in this world. I think you have the people that like to attack conflict or deal with it and i think you have people that don't and that are passive active and passive people but passive people always bottle it up to a, a head and then it explodes but that's but that's it's what i'm saying though so i don't think i think that like you know whereas maybe you know all these different attributes like communication you know you can have multiple relationships where people communicate differently across relationships you know what i mean these people communicate like this and like this or sex you know there these people's sexual dynamics like this and these people are like this you know what i mean and it's different you know between the chemistry between two people but i really think that conflict resolution really just has to deal with are you as an individual somebody that deals with conflict it's because him and his wife don't deal with conflict well is that what I've heard about y'all's explosive arguments? I know you and your wife get who, into who, it. Y'all duke it out. Who's who said anything about explosive arguments? Oh, okay. I'm not saying who. Well, I mean, I'm not a rat. Hannah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Hannah is more passive than I am. I know you're very. I bet you're very like bombarding. I'm pretty. Yeah, like I should have been a lawyer or something. You know. Tell me how you're feeling. Why aren't you telling me? Tell me. Talk to me. Why aren't you telling me? If Hannah was right here right now, she would die laughing at what you're saying because it's accurate she would she would 
literally be crying I laughing. Know. She would be like, "That is, were you in the room one time or something, you know? Because you and I are the same. Well, I used to do that. That's um, much now. One time I had a friend over at the house, actually, and it kind of hurt my feelings because I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Did you I know what I mean? Feelings? No, not, not you, but I had oh. a friend over and like, I forgot what, um, <laughs> I forgot what the conf- the conversation was, but basically he was impersonating me. He said, no, 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 no. He said, he was, he was impersonating me. He said, let me tell you why I'm right. And like, <laughs> Hannah just You've said that on the podcast. Hannah just died laughing. <laughs> and I was like, what am I just this so like immovable, pig headed, you know, and No, you just have some work to do. That's I'm all. Just, I'm just pretty pretty strong headed. But but stubborn? I'm not but I'm not afraid. I am stubborn, but I'm not afraid to deal with conflict. And I'm not afraid to be wrong. Like if you can really like show me I'm wrong. Like yeah. actually show me I'm wrong. Show me that, you know, Two plus two is four, and I'm saying it's three. Like, if you can, you know what I mean? But it's hard because when you're, so this is something that I learned in therapy. So I'm going to give you a little snippet. It's $75 an hour, but <laughs> I got you. Um, so you, you fail, and this is okay. You fail to see the position that you're in versus her. So when you have an argument with her and you're bombarding her, hey, talk to me. Why aren't you listening? Hey, like this, that, that. You're automatically in a position of an offensive strike. And you, all these little micro factors, you know, have to do with it. But she's a female. She is physically smaller than you. You are dominating and conflict. You When you raise your voice or when you're aggressive, it can be rather scary. And, and, and I've done this with Avery one time and, and you know, I caught myself. But they automatically get to a position where they just shut down or they get on the defensive. They are no longer trying to rationalize what they're talking about and get you to understand because in their minds, I'm not saying this is true because this might not be true for you, but in their minds, you are stubborn. And so you will just keep bombarding and bombarding until they agree with what you're saying. They have no chance. So they just shut down. And that, I'm not saying that's true in your relationship, but that is what was true. And that's what they perceive it. And that's what they perceive it. as. but my thing is, is like, I'm, I'm always living, believe it or not, and in, in this maybe this this is all probably flawed. Fine, like I'll I'll take the hit where five years from now I'm like, oh okay, that's where I was wrong. I'm probably wrong somewhere, but I'm always living my life where, like, I I really have like what's best for what we're trying to do in yeah. mind. Yeah. Rather than like me or a selfish aim. Objectively versus subjectively. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Like we want to have a good vacation tomorrow. Okay. That means we got to get up at 4 a.m. and start packing to go. I don't want to get up at 4 a.m. and start packing, but it's because that's our goal. You know what I mean? Like it's never about it. it, But they might be like, I had a late day today. I don't want to wake up at 4 a.m. So I'm fine with leaving at 7. Yeah. And but then I'm like, okay, but you know, then I get mad because I'm like, well, then it's going to be, it's going to be stupid and we're going to be caught in the traffic and we're not going to get to do all these things and we spend all this money and it's just, it's a waste you know what i mean so like i'm always in like that's that's with my relationship that's with you that's with my friends that's with myself i'm always willing to try to solve the conflict you know what i mean if 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 the the goal or the destination of the journey is worth it whatever we'll we'll do whatever it takes sometimes and so that's a very that's a wonderful approach for you personally but when you're part of a team you sometimes have to make decisions that compromise in the middle and but that's, that's the thing that sucks, though, is like, uh, you want to get up at four. She wants to get at seven. Why don't you get up at five thirty? Well, but what I'm saying though is like, that's I I couldn't justify like jeopardizing the goal 
for something personally for me. You know what I mean? Like that's that's where it gets it gets iffy is because like I don't care how late I stayed up or what kind of day I had. I wouldn't be like, well, let's maybe have a sucky whatever tomorrow because I'm tired. Like, I'm going to always put myself through it for this thing that we're trying to do. I would too. You and I are the same in that regard. But you know we what have I mean? To, we have to. Uh, we have so to. it makes me feel like the other person is selfish or, or it makes me feel like I'm like it makes no, me feel like it makes me feel like the dumb kid too it makes me feel like the dumb kid that like cares about going to disney world more than everybody else and and they're like whatever shut up shut up about disney world already yeah you know what i mean so that's but that's the problem is you don't see yourself as selfish because you're you just see the, the objective but your objective is clearly selfish because you're trying to force somebody else to do something they don't want to do for your personal happiness of achieving that goal because for her, for example, getting up at seven and still arriving at that destination is her goal. So she would rather wake up a little later, go whatever, suffer through traffic, and have that extra hour or two of sleep to feel more personally happy throughout the day. So you can compromise by saying, okay, we will still wake up earlier than what you want, but we're still going to go a little later than what I want. Both of us are slightly happy, slightly miserable. We've met in the middle. And guess what? We're going to get over it and have a good time. I think my flaw is like, if if it's not optimized, I'm not happy with it, with everything. Well, sometimes life isn't perfectly yeah. oh, optimized. Oh, I know, I know. And that is yeah. that is very hard for me to get used to things. Just like, I'm like, all right, we we scored 80% on this thing that we're trying to do right <laughs> That's now. That's still a and B, that, bro. <laughs> but it just, it just kills me. Oh, my God. You're going to be one of those. Because you're Indian. You're going to be like, you are not you are not a Bijan. You're an Asian. <laughs> well, I just, I already know that I'm going to be one of those dads that they make TikToks on about. Like, oh it's just like, God. it's just like, dad, dad, when we're on vacation. And it's just like a montage. And it's just like waking everybody up at six, making sure everybody has their... Walking like like yeah, 30 yeah, feet yeah. ahead of the, the Hand, rest of the family. Handing out itineraries. <laughs> I'm just super serious about making sure everybody has a good time. That's so funny because Avery's that way and I'm more laid back. So I would rather, I like the idea of having a good vacation, but I am more on the on the camp of like waking up a little later, being on vacation time, just enjoying things, having a, uh, a loose structure, and Avery hates that. That's so funny because like you don't, you as much as you think about money, you've never like, I've, I've done it before on vacation. I've like, I've, I've, I've quantified, yeah. like I've been like, okay, so we're spending about this much on vacation. So we're spending about this much an hour to be here spending oh, about this much a minute that far? to oh, be shit. like you know what i mean like it's co- every hour that i'm here it's costing me this much i oh, better have a damn good time you can't think like that dude you'll be so <coughs> upset you know what i do and this is something that may help you it may not this is just me throwing it out there and for everybody listening what i do is i plan a vacation i have the loose structure of what we're gonna do like okay it's gonna cost us around let's say five thousand dollars and i know everybody doesn't what? have i'm just Listen. Good lord. I'm I'm expensive. Privileged over here. Oh my god. And that maybe that's why I, I don't know. But um let's say I, I plan it for five thousand dollars. Yeah, you heard that too? Like the leaves or something? Well the other day I went in my garage and there were two dogs just sitting in there chilling out. Probably what's going on. I don't see anything. What's the last thing? No, I think No, they would have moved good. or something. I think we're good. But um what I do, let's say for the sake of argument, we're going to Europe, it's five thousand dollar trip for a part or the the hotel the food the wine the going out like i try to loosely structure all of it so what i do is i put all of that money into a separate account we have a vacation account right now avery and i do and we have a debit card for that account well we really have a credit card for it because we try to put everything on credit so that we can get rewards and get credit and whatever 
So I'll put a, it on a credit card and I set my personal limit to where it'll decline after a certain amount, right? So let's say we scheduled 5,000 for the trip. Well, I'm gonna add an extra thousand or an extra 1,500 to that, just in case we go over so I don't get upset. Hey, we're out of money, blah, blah, blah. And then while we're on vacation, I go, okay, we're going here, we're going here, we're going this, we're doing this. We still have this amount for the rest of the trip. We are actually under budget. So that means if we spend the same amount every day and we've enjoyed it, we're good. I don't ever think about per hour but, and all that stuff. But what I'm trying to, that's, that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm not worried about that. I'm not like, but like it doesn't, there's got to be a balance with keeping a loose schedule though. Because like I've been on vacation before where the schedule's so loose that it's not until 3 p.m. every day that we actually get out and try to do something. Oh, and, no. You no. know, uh, until 3 p.m., we've just been sitting there miserable at the hotel, not knowing what's going on, lollygagging, getting dressed. Yeah. I no. guess I'll do this, blah, blah. No, not like that. I meant loose schedule. Like, we have we have these three events planned for the day, every yeah. single day, yeah. from morning, midday, and afternoon, or evening. I've got three things that we can do. Yeah. If we decide not to do one of them, it's okay. Okay, so there's That's a difference in loose and fluid. I'm totally cool with being fluid. Okay, fluid. I think that's a better way. I don't want to be right. loose. Yeah, that's a better way to put you it. You know what I'm, I mean? I'm very fluid when it comes to my schedule. Yeah, and and so, but bringing it back to the bigger picture, though, it's just like everything, and that's, that's, that is probably the flaw that I realize, and you know what I mean? If we, everything has to be the best whatever ever. If Hannah and I, because everything, everything means so much to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you guys come over and watch the kids and me and Hannah go on a date, this has to be the most amazing date that we've ever been on in the world because we don't do this all the time. And you're we're going to set yourself up. We're for paying failure. a babysitter and like this weighs so much. It's your it's your moment right here. Do it. And that's that's really hard. Is that why you were puking at the fancy party? Because you went all out? No, like I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't go all out. Like I just. You like, did it? No, I, I really tried oh. to be careful. Should have went all out. But no, you're right. But when you do these things, and I've told Avery that because she's very structured. Like if, if we're not doing something, she gets anxiety attacks and goes crazy. If you set yourself up for such a high standard, you're going to fail. You know what I think that is, though? And, and I, you, can, else. you can tell me if it's the same thing with her. I think it is being afraid of dying. Oh, she's terrified of death. I, but I think that's what it... I think it's yeah. all linked to that. I think it's I think the... So. I think it is the... Just the immediate understanding... That I could get into a car and just be driving to Walmart to get toilet paper and immediately die. Yeah. Or worse, it could be the guy that was on I-85 in Auburn a couple of weeks ago that was just shooting people on the interstate. Or the dude in Memphis that went on a rampage. Or I yeah. could be, you know what I mean? These are possibilities. Whatever. Or the, there was a guy in um, there was a guy in in uh, Mississippi. Tupelo, I think that was. Did you hear about that? He like stole a plane, was flying a plane around, threatening to crash it into a Walmart. Did you hear about that guy? Like whatever, like and and it's not always at the hands of evil. It could be at the hands of nothing, a mindless accident. The world does not care. No, it doesn't. You know what I mean? It doesn't care that that's your little baby right there. But we don't matter either. I know. Think about that. I know, but to me, I matter. I know you matter for you, but but, you have to kind of find a balance. But so what I'm saying though is knowing that, knowing that like I could. Just be sitting safe. Like you're not safe anywhere. I could be sitting safely in my house, and for some reason there's a CO2 leak, and I <laughs> or one of these beams fall yeah, right on your head yeah. and you die. I just die. Or like it, it decided to rain today, and there was no rain in the forecast, and the tree fell on my house. You know what I mean? Like you hear about that stuff every day. Yeah. Like I heard about a dude that like played music in Destin, and like 
hear about him all the time and then he's like younger than us and then one day he just dies in a car wreck so like when you think about that like i don't have time to just sit here and do a podcast not no 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 no. like (laughs) i'll do a podcast but like i don't have time for what i'm doing to not be phenomenal like i gotta have a good time when i go to walmart i gotta have a good time for going on vacation but sometimes maybe sleeping in for that extra hour with your wife and spending that moment with her maybe that's valuable to her just as much as you getting there early means to you you know you gotta you're you're thinking about you 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 right now when you gotta be thinking we 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 that's a big difference between sometimes when you heard to think about that we we you know that we we yeah (laughs) that extra two hours you sleep in you might get a little (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know that's that's a big thing that will add to your happiness does that make sense about avery if you think about it you said you said that she's afraid of death very afraid of death so do you think that that probably i bet you if she was here if i could like talk like that's probably where the structure and everything comes it makes you know what i mean anxiety and not not having control and then like the mortality of not being in control of when you'll die also adds to it so you feel like you need to control other aspects of your life and time so yeah it it could be because there's a couple of components there there number one the things that are good better be really damn good, right? Yeah. And the things that aren't good that you still have to do, she's probably so methodical about them because, like, let's just get it done. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, I'm not going to be loose and, like, spend two hours trying to get the groceries in the house because now I just wasted all this time getting yeah. the groceries in the house and then I could just die. And that was the last thing I did was get the groceries <laughs> in the house. But, but I, I, I understand the other coin of that. I'm not an idiot, so I understand that you could... You know, just enjoy life getting the groceries in the house and yeah. laugh with your partner while you're bringing groceries up. And yeah, and like, having a little joke or something. So like I that. just, I don't know. I'm I'm really trying to toe that line so, of optimizing everything. Like me, everything is a challenge, you know? I want to ask you a question, just a personal question, because I want to see if you share the same mindset. So if you go to a restaurant, so are you more willing to go to a restaurant that you've been to already and you know you enjoy or are you willing to take the risk and try out a new restaurant that you may not like? So I feel like we talked about this on another episode. We did. But it's 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 about it's about how hungry I am. We did talk about this already. But yeah. basically the point I'm trying to make is with this time like this topic that we're talking about now, I feel like if we went to a bad restaurant or just a restaurant and it was bad food, I would laugh it off and be like, Well, this is an experience no, and now we know I know I'd be upset. You'd be upset. Right. Because yeah. I ruined I wasted money. You wasted money. I wasted time. time. I wasted an appetite. But like I wasted a, but now like, you have a funny story to tell three weeks down the line. It's not even funny to me. It's not funny. The opportunity <laughs> like you know that like cause I guess everything's economical. You know, the opportunity yeah. cost of like an appetite where I could have enjoyed something. Yeah. That kills me. So you're always evaluating the opportunity costs. Yes. hundred percent. So like, I know, okay, I'm really hungry right now and I can go to this pizza place that I love and just, just be in bliss while I'm eating this pizza that I know I like or try this new thing. Maybe I like it, but then I don't, but now I'm full, but I didn't really eat my food and I didn't enjoy it. And really I just wanted that pizza anyways. And I have less money. And now I'm just... Dude, you're going to kill yourself being upset, man. Dude, <laughs> you are so- there have been times There have been times whenever like I would eat the food, not like it, and then I wasn't even hungry, but like I'll stop somewhere and get something else because I wanted to... Because it was more about enjoying the food, yeah. I guess. You know you're, what I mean? You're more about entertainment rather than satiation. Yeah. Sounds like it. That's okay. I mean, I'm just saying like living like that is a very difficult path to walk on because... Oh, you, it- think, you think I like being like this? Well, then why don't you reflect on that and work on it? I am, but like it's... Are you? 
Yeah, we but I'm just I'm just like this. I'm trying not to be. Are you, you know? talking to a professional? No. Maybe you should. No, I'm not crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm just Cancel. kidding with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, therapy's such a blessing. It's such a blessing. And I'm sure you could get it with um Hannah's insurance and stuff. If she has insurance, I don't know. But you know, you could get good therapy. And like I'm not saying you need it. I'm not saying anybody needs You're saying it. I need therapy? No, I'm saying that therapy can always add value to your life. It, it's never something that you need unless you actually need it. But for someone like you, it, it might just add that extra value, that extra perspective, that extra thought that you didn't think about. Because I'm not a professional. And so what you and I talk about, it, it, it doesn't hold. I will, I will ask, how are you, how is this not therapy? Like, I would like to get into that for real. Okay. It's friendship therapy. It's different. Everything you tell me, everything you talk to me about, I take with a grain of salt. And that's how you should take friends' advice, with a grain of salt. Because they are going through the same thing that you are. They're going through the same issues, same hurdles, same problems. So that when they, you know, they give you an outside perspective, but it's not a professional perspective. You wouldn't go to a friend and say, hey, my chest hurts. But your friend goes, oh, my dad's chest hurted, you know, hurt two years ago and he had a heart attack. Hey, dude, you might be having a heart attack because that's the only experience I have and I'm looking outside in. But you would go to a doctor and hear their professional opinion when you say my chest hurts. So it's a similar thing when I come to you and I say, hey, my heart hurts. Well, you're gonna gather all of the collective information that you've had from your previous experiences and kind of help me give an outside perspective. What a professional is gonna do is gonna take the cumulative data from thousands upon thousands of people that have gotten uh, therapy for a broken heart or you know, like a relationship issue. And they're gonna take that in an objective standpoint and say, hey, based on these metrics that we have studied in the past in these studies, we can qualify or quantify that if you're feeling this type of way, then this advice might be the most optimal advice to help you get through this issue. So are you claiming that you will not really listen to anybody but a therapist in regards of... That's not true. Like I said, it's more like I will take it to consideration. I will utilize that and I will take that information and gather more data and then make my own decision based on what you've said. I'm not going to just take your what you say at face value. I'm going to listen to you. You should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything somebody said. I'd be buying no, everything. No, just me. Just oh, me. just you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Narcissist. Narcissist. <laughs> but um, I, I take that, and, and then I, and then, yeah, uh, most of the time right now, because I am talking to a therapist, I will talk to them about what you and I talk about, and then try to develop more information from a professional and from you, and then I will make my own decision based on that. And... I think that's the best thing you can do. It's like getting a second opinion from a doctor or listening to your friend and say, hey, my dad had a heart attack. So you go to the doctor and you go, hey, my friend said I might be having a heart attack because my chest hurts. And then they go, that could be a possibility or let's explore these other options and then go from there. Hmm. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with the therapy thing. It's, it's a professional opinion about how you feel. Yeah. And it kind of helps you find yourself. And so I'm I'm working on that um, anal angst, mm. you know, that I have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an issue. I mean, because because really, what I have I get so focused on everybody having a good time that nobody around me has a good time because I'm come on, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. Blah, 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 blah. You're rushing everybody yeah, to yeah, have a good yeah. time to the point where yeah. they get stressed out and then now they're not having fun. Come on, we got to have fun. Come on, let's go. Fun. You can't force We're going to have a fun. That's, that's, that's Avery had that same issue. Yeah. 
um, we, we threw a lot of parties back in the day. So when we first started dating, I threw one party, one event, one gathering, and I had no expectations. It was just a bonfire with a lot of close friends. And it was just a fucking blast. And then we threw my Chasing birthday. Chasing that high, huh? I guess so. And then last year, my birthday, um, I passed out because I got too fucked up, threw up. But apparently it was the best night ever. And that made me so happy because I passed out and everybody was having just a great time. But after that party, Avery tried throwing two parties after that. That both that she was both very anal about. She had like a food board. She had games lined up. She had all these things. They flopped. And there was a flop. Really glad we didn't go to those. <laughs> and she was so <laughs> upset about it. And I kept trying to tell her. I was like, honey, you cannot like you said like you said it very perfect. You can't chase the high. You know, the magic strikes when it does. The lightning bolt comes down when it does. You cannot choose the place or when it happens. All you can do is try to go outside and and accept it. Or maybe hold a post up kind of facilitate a little bit and i think the fancy party was kind of like a hybrid because we had expectations but then at the same time we were kind of like well let's just see what happens and i feel like the party was a very medium party i feel like it was okay it wasn't the best but i feel like if we kept trying to be anal about it and trying to make it what make it better than it was it would have been a bad party so i think it was saved by a lot of people just letting loose and enjoying themselves i just i wish i was more stupider you're not lot. more stupider no no, no. i'm wow. saying i wish i was more stupider yeah. like i'm too aware you know what i mean because people that don't think a whole lot like they really can just take things ignorance is bliss dude yeah. i mean it really is like it mm. really is like i mean we always talk about like my kids my kids are smart like van is extremely smart he's three rosie is She's turned five months yesterday, and like I, I can already see what she understands, or just see kind of the something in her, you know, eyes. Yeah. And like I was like, wow, they're so smart. And I'm like, okay, okay, I kind yeah, of have to I, say that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but no, 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 no not that. I but know, I just, I, know, I just I don't know how much value it, it, for real. Like it might hurt them more than it'll help them. I think, and I'm about to get so corrected on people listening to this podcast, but I remember hearing, and I feel like it was Einstein. God, I'm going to get ripped to shreds if I'm wrong. Einstein said that intelligence is a responsibility and a curse. Being, it's, it's a duty and a curse. Because when you are so smart, when you are so hyper aware, you just think of everything. Mm -hmm. And you become miserable and depressed because you know everything. You know the mortality of life. You know yeah. how superficial things are. You so, know the value that things... I don't, yeah, and so I don't think I'm a genius... But I think that I understand so much of things going on all the time that I'm grumpy as hell all yeah. the time because I just, I'm like, whatever. And I don't, hold on. You okay? And I don't want to be that either. Like, yeah. I don't want to be that buzzkill just because I get it too much. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to let yourself be a little stupid. I mean, I, uh, yeah, I, I kind of wish I was more stupider. You can sometimes turn it off, right? Sometimes you could just sit there and go, I'm just going to. Not really. You can't turn it off? No. I can. I can't. I know that sounds so narcissistic and ignorant. And I cannot turn it off. Me. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this. What are the most valuable... Give me... I have, I have two traits that I think are the most valuable traits that somebody can have as a person. Like, for the quality of their life. Okay. What do you think they are? So for me... Personally, I think um, perspective mm -hmm. is the number one thing 
that a per, like personality trait somebody can have that I think makes them either a really good person or a really bad person. Doesn't have to only be pers- like like a personality trait, but just but, in but general. Yeah. yeah. Being able to put things into perspective in any kind of because if you really think about it, perspective kind of deals with almost every issue, mm-hmm. right? So perspective and um, I guess I would say perspective, having perspective and I think they go kind of hand in hand, but like awareness mm-hmm. of yourself, mm-hmm. like being able to know like, hey, I need to eat these vegetables. I need to, I need to exercise. I need to do this so that my life can be better. You know, I think awareness and perspective are the two things a human being should have to not to to be the most optimal human being possible. I think that um, being attractive, physically attractive, <laughs> and and likable. Fuck ugly people, dude. I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm. I'm telling you for real. Being physically attractive and being likable. No way, dude. Dude, what, what are we talking about? Are we talking about like happiness overall, or what are we saying? Like the most important qualities a person can have. I'm telling you. You think physical attractiveness I'm is telling, the most important I'm, quality? I'm, you I'm can telling have. you that, like, if you think about somebody, you know, being a baby and then being born and then enjoying their life, like, if if you want all that, you know, you're, you know, <laughs> two things. She's probably just coughing because she's sick. Two things that will, you know, really help you get that, like just have a nice little life, is to be likable and to be attractive. So you've they've done studies with these NFL quarterbacks and like they're all good looking guys and stuff. And it's like, you know, what's the link? How can you have these quarterbacks and they're all attractive? Like and it's like, so was it really about their talent or was it really like ever since they were little kids? And like the coach was just, it didn't matter who played what position. And they're like, okay, this kid will be quarterback because this kid has like certain facial symmetry and they're just drawn to pick that kid for this position. And it wasn't even that he was good or naturally destined to be anything, but just because of that physical attractiveness, like people were drawn to him. They chose him. They trusted him. They kept putting him in this position. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I really think. Like, cause I I see all these people. I see all these people like they're not that good at their craft, or they're not that good at the thing that they do. But they're likable, and they get to know everybody, and maybe they're pretty good looking. I'm just telling you, like, to lead a successful life where you probably have community and people that love you, and you go places, be likable and attractive. Well, I that's think- a very outward. That's a very outward kind of like community driven, pers- like perspective on. A person's happiness but no because I think for intrapersonal happiness and value in your life i think the two that i mentioned give you more of like a general understanding of who you are and where you fit in the universe and how you can turn that into self-happiness but here's the thing some of these quarterbacks these nfl quarterbacks like they're really good yeah they're only good because people put them there their entire life they practice though it has they to did practice but they also had that coach that whatever being like you're awesome like you're gonna be this like they they believed it about themselves because everybody told them that she's just trying really hard right now just trying to shit yeah so but that's my point is like if you are somebody that people believe in yeah. they're drawn to you they'll tell you that you're good at this thing or you've got potential or you're capable 
and one day you'll be able to do it yeah. because you, you know what I mean? Like, and that, and, and the, the, the reverse is true. If you're, if you're a kid and, and you know, you're, you're, ugly. you're a piece of crap and yeah. you're this and you're never going to amount to anything, like you're not going to do it because that's what people are telling you. You know what I mean? But like, I think that's a very general, that's, that's a big generalization because I think that there are people that do it in spite. Sure. You know, not like most people. Like, like you, nerds. like you have, like you have some people that do it in spite, but even that's not healthy. Like it's way healthier to just be the just be good looking. Yeah, to just be the handsome, <laughs> likable. I'm serious. To be the handsome, likable kid that people are just really nice to and drawn to all of your life, and like you don't know why. You know what I mean? But like you just have a nice, happy life, and you're able to believe in yourself and have confidence, rather than to be the nerd and be like, "Fuck you! I'll show everybody." Like but a lot of it. That's is, not cool. But it's a lot of it is hollow. It's like the difference between like. Again, like that in spite, it, it's mean, it's, it's, it's not healthy, but it's self-aware. Like you know what's going on around you. So you, you have a, a goal that you're striving to with fulfillment and value versus if you're just good looking and everybody's telling you all this, it's, it's a very hollow kind of fulfillment. But it's not, that's, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about good looking like, uh, the girl that had a glow up when she was, you know, nineteen, and she was ugly all her and life. And some of those girls have the best personalities. Yeah, that like though that's hollow. I'm talking about like, first of all, I'm talking about the the. <laughs> I'm talking about the effect of people being treating you positively throughout your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I think that that's not that sh- like, again perspective. And awareness could combat that because if people understood that looks aren't everything, and they had that but awareness, they're not treating them. Nobody's wouldn't. nobody hand that 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 star quarterback of the NFL when he's five playing pee wee football. No one does it. Nobody honestly. nobody goes. Hey, that kid's sexy. Let me make him quarterback. Like you know what I mean? It's unconscious because it's it's, it's, it's unconscious. They, they don't have the awareness. But but so but that's what I'm trying to say though is like like so in that realm he's not like he just lives a life where people are nice to him and they tell him good things about himself and he believes those things and he you know what i mean so he does practice yeah but he's able to practice and believe in himself and think that everybody's rooting for him yeah it's a support system but that's my point so like yes perspective can make all that stuff happen too but that's just not the way people work people flock towards things that seem likable consumable you know what I mean? So you're thinking about it in a very like logistical, like practical, yeah. like real world. Yeah. And I'm thinking more ideology like yeah. ideology. No, 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 no. No. I'm I'm high, being yeah. I'm just saying like like you. like you. you know what I mean? If you even if you like if you're attractive and you go to a job interview and then somebody else interviews, like if you're just way more attractive than that person, more than likely that you'll get the job unless you threaten somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then that's another thing in itself. Like those people will always threaten other people. I don't know, dude, because going going back to what you're saying, I understand what you mean by being ugly, but man, I think charisma, if we're going off of your metric, I think charisma has more to do with like more than looks. But that's why I said be attractive and be likable. Being likable is charisma. Being likable. Okay, that's fair. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if you so that's my that's my take right there is that if you are, you know, attractive, and I don't mean I don't mean like movie star striking good looks yeah i just i mean attractive in whatever the most base level of that is not not like offensive or not bland either like beyond bland and not offensive looking 
You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. because there's there just are just enough like that there, influencer. There are very there are like most people I see I don't think they're attractive. Yeah. But there's not anything wrong with them. There are very few people I've seen in my life where I'm like it it makes me feel uncomfortable to look at you. Dude, let me let me ask you this. You understand what I'm talking before. about? I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like there's people some people are ugly and you're like, "Oh, I I but don't." Right. Let me let me I just want to get this cuz I like, don't like to gaze upon you. I don't think I don't think I'm gay. Like I'm not. Like I like women. I've had experiences with Here guys we before. Go. No, but I just want to ask you. You've something. had experiences? What? Yeah, I've had experiences with dudes before. Okay. I think that you can't say you're fully straight unless you do something with somebody else of the same sex. Anyways, I, I'm, see, I, I mean, you can tell that story if you want. I just didn't know if you wanted to jeopardize yourself. I'm not jeopardizing myself. I think I'm telling people, hey, you should try things. Like, but so anyways, you don't think you're gay. I don't think I'm gay because I don't really like it. And the experiences I've had were kind of they didn't. I didn't get the fireworks. Whatever. But I have an easier time finding guys attractive than I do finding girls attractive. Like I think that there are more attractive men on the day to day basis than I see attractive women. Like, out of 100 people, I might find the guys, like, 60% of them attractive. But with girls, I might only find, like, 10% of them attractive. I think there are not very many attractive people just in general. Period. Yeah. Like, a guy or girl. But, like, because I I realized one day I was, like, at a public pool or something. And, like, I'm always so worried about myself. And I kind of got, like, a little dad gut. Dude, you got the dad bod, man. I know. But, like, I don't want the dad bod. And, like, like, sometimes, like, you know what I mean? But anyways, so like, you know, I've, I'm so fixated on myself or I'm like, I wish I could look like this or that. And I have these standards for myself. And I started looking around this public pool and I was like, everybody here looks weird as hell. <laughs> like everybody does. Like this girl's too pasty and maybe she's got a little bit too much weight and this guy is whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, oh, like, like this standard that you have in your head yeah. about how attractive you should be. Like if that is a... If that's a nine, if that's a level nine on a universal scale, most people that you see around yourself are probably like hitting it like a four, five, six, maybe. Yeah. M- yeah. Most of the people you just see every day. But like you're like, you know, not you, but like you're so worried, like I'm ugly. Everybody thinks I'm ugly or something. People probably think that. And it's like mo- most people are just not this caliber that you have in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. And then I think maybe the beauty standards of women are just a little bit more stringent. So it's easier to like give a guy slack than it is a girl because she I, has to have these specific traits. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that could be it too. I if think, I, no, I think, I think the beauty standards being higher for women are fair. And I will tell you why. Number one, makeup. True. You know true. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, the beauty standards should be higher because you guys can literally make Augment. yourself look yeah. like a completely different person. Like, that's allowed. Now, granted, I did just hear that they're, they've made makeup for men. And it doesn't make you look like you have girl makeup or I like It literally just changes the way your face look. But you still look like you can still look masculine or not even look like you have makeup on. Yeah. That's interesting. Would you wear that? Um, Would you wear makeup? I don't think so. I think I'm too... I think I'm too just old school. I think I'll just be one of those. I'll be one of those old guys that doesn't get it one day when all the guys are wearing makeup. You don't think that you would wear makeup on stage and stuff to make yourself more presentable for your audience? I mean, to try well, to give yourself a competitive edge. But I mean, those people like you're now you're talking about the people like like Conan O'Brien wears makeup on his like you know what I mean. I think it's the same shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I think it's the same. Value. I guess. So guys can wear makeup out in the streets to give themselves a more competitive edge. But like I, said, I, I think and- that the beauty standards can be higher for women. Makeup, 
uh, way more options for clothing. Oh God, yeah, we get like a little tiny closet exactly. in, the, in the back yeah, right so, of the I mean, store. Yes, like yeah, like you guys <laughs> have like all this stuff on the playing field. Like yeah, but I think they do it to themselves. No, I think we did it to them. I think men did it to them. That's so sad because I don't value that at all. Like, I, okay, me talking from a position of privilege because, and I'm talking as objectively as I can, obviously, because I'm talking about myself and I don't like doing that too often. I know that I am a relatively attractive male, probably well above average. Like I would say most, most girls put me at like an eight or nine, closer to the nine, like high eight, low nine. Keep going. I'm just saying, <laughs> God damn it. I, like, I preface this with I don't like talking about it. But I will say that I don't value that. Like some of the, the most kind, beautiful people that I've ever met are just average. And like for me, my looks, I have heard people say, wow, he's really good looking. He'd be perfect for this, 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 that, and the other. But I never like to judge my personal merit on looks because I'm getting older now. And I don't know if I'm going to be one of those George Clooney type motherfuckers that get more attractive with age or if I'm going to be Antonio Banderas who look like a smoke show at 25. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Smoke show at 20 to 30, but then at 50, I just look like a fucking horse. Like, I don't know. So, like, I'm really not trying to put any kind of value on that. Because Brandon Fraser could have gone to making different types of movies and could have been a completely different type of actor once he got older, but he decided to not do it. So his looks really, his looks got him the position, but his skill as being an actor could have carried him into an older and more refined career path. All right, listen, I got a news story before we end it, okay? okay. I don't want you to be distracted. Oh yeah, it is your week for the news story, dude. Is Tell it me. my week? Do we have a week? All right. Well, last week. Was I just want to have. I just want to have your thoughts on this, okay? Tell me, dude. Female teacher who raped 15-year-old male student ordered to pay one million dollars to family. All right. I mean, I'm just. I'll just let you. We don't really need to read about it anymore. But like, yeah, that's really it. Like, so what do you think? My hot take. Rape? No. Yes. How old was the child? Fifteen. I don't think it's rape. Okay, but... Not at all. But... It's, guys and girls are different. Sorry. But if it was a girl and it was a male... It would 100% be rape. <laughs> it's Why? statutory at that point. Why? Because I'm not saying all women and all men are the same way. I'm really trying not to generalize here. But, man, men, when we turn 13 and our little dingers go up, that's all we want. We fuck pillows. We fuck blankets. We watch porn until we're fucking... Our eyes are bleeding. Like we want sex, like we want it. Girls, they get they get horny, they do. But a guy is usually the one influencing and more willing to influence a woman into having sex. So this fifteen year old influenced his teacher. I think that I do think he uh, had a bit of a role in it, dude. Are you kidding me? That kid would not have had sex with her if he did not find her attractive. She had to have been relatively attractive. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that she's not. But I'm just saying, like, how do you, how do you, how do you score your teacher at 15? Like, how do you do that? I could do it. I don't think I could. I don't think I. I don't think I. I don't think I'd be able to. Like, I've had, I've had teachers in high school. I'd be like, she's pretty. I would definitely have. I don't think I have the whatever. I would have fucked my teachers, dude. I can list three off the bat right That now. you could have? That I would have at 14, 15. No, no, no. I'm not saying you would have. Like, sure, you would have. I'm saying you could have scored. Like, you, you would have been able, capable of. That's up to her if she's a creep. 
So she's a creep for doing it. Okay, but I so don't you think, think she's that, a creep. I think she's a creep, but I don't think that she should. And now she has to pay a million dollars to his family. Like this kid, this kid got to have sex <laughs> and get money. Like, <laughs> fuck bitches, get money. <laughs> like that guy, that kid, fifteen years old, and you know he's bragging to all of his friends. So he's got the fame, he's got the bitches, and he's got the money. Like the kid is. And okay, so let's go. Let's go to a girl. legal. Let's go to a legal thing here. So that was a civil case, right? Yeah. Like you don't in a, in a criminal case. There's no criminal case where you would be made to pay money to the family, right? You would serve time. Yeah, you would, you would serve yeah. time. So you would you would pay your debt to the government to the law, of course. But so the fact that he she has to pay a million dollars. Don't know anything though, huh? I'm saying we don't know anything because we don't really dabble in like civil and. I'm pretty, but I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure that's a thing. I'm pretty no, sure because in federal cases sometimes you do pay damages to the victim. It just it really depends on the case, and we're not really aware. Really? Like I'm... my dad had to pay rest, like restitution to the. Uh, to the insurance companies that he fraudulently, sold but I against. think that had to be. I think those are probably separate cases, though. I think because you can you can drop charges. You know what I mean? Like yeah. okay, so we had our car stolen a couple of years back. So they stole the car, then they went on a high speed police chase, and then they wrecked it. So like at that point, you know, Hannah chose to drop the charges because they were dumb kids that didn't even have any money and yeah. had horrible lives. And like, what are, what are we gonna? Do? I don't. That that's not even worth our time. Right. But. That doesn't mean that they're off scot free. Scotch free, like they had to, scot free. They had to, you know. Now they've grand theft auto, you know, evading arrest. Like so, they had to go and go to court and do the time. But like, you know, I think I think it's two different things. I think like, okay, they're in trouble because this thing they did is illegal. Yeah. Versus who yeah. they hurt with yeah. you. Yeah. They hurt you. So if you want to take that up with them and try to get some money because of what they did, but we're gonna regardless. Yeah, that has everything to do with the family. Yeah. So, they want money because yeah. they know that she committed a crime, a yeah. lawful crime. So, okay, if you slept with your teacher yeah. and you wanted it, yeah. and you probably, here's the thing, this kid... And I could get a million dollars out of it? No, but this kid probably isn't as much of a... He's he's probably not as vilified as we want to make him to be. He probably thought he loved her. Yeah. that's the, You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to go there. Too. He's probably like, oh my God, I'm in love with this this woman and... What, you know what I mean? You know how you think when you're 15. Like, would you let your family sue her? Or would you be like, no, look, I understand this is illegal. Uh, but At that point, it doesn't matter. I wanted it's, this. It's statutory rape. And so the family. But, but it's statutory rape. So, yes, she will get whatever the law hands her. But, you know, the case would fall apart in regards to that kind of reparations or whatever if you, the quote-unquote victim, are like, no, no, I wanted it. I wanted to do all this stuff. I, I love her. You know what I mean? Like I, that's what I'm asking you. Is like, but then they could be like, okay, so there's a reason why children can't sign contracts. Yeah. Because they can't. They don't have a fully developed brain. They don't have yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. So they can be coaxed. Just like the guy. The guy did want it. Obviously. Like th- there's no way that he did not want to have sex with that teacher. But there, we have to assume that the kid, because he is a kid, is underdeveloped or not fully developed, and the teacher had or has a fully developed brain, knows what the law is. And chose to break it while the kid doesn't recognize the severity of a statutory rape, you know, proceeding. That's pretty dangerous. Just to think about the concept of kids and be like, oh, you don't really know what you want. But this thing that you're involved in has leverage now. So I'm going to. Right. You know what I mean? Because, okay, think, okay, think about it this way. Your daughter, your 15 year old daughter has sex with a male teacher. Are you. Like, whether she wanted it or not, or if you think about it, it's like, are you really worried about trying to collect a million dollars from this teacher? Like, you're trying yes, to, I want to send him to prison. You're, tr- you're trying to yes. get a payout? Yes. 
100%. You want to send him to prison, but you're not trying to get a payout. I want to pay out too. I want him to go to jail. I want to pay out, and I'd use that to pay for her college. You do Absolutely. want to pay out? Absolutely. All day, every day. If there's money involved, why the fuck not? And they, he committed a crime. So the difference, like we talked about on the other podcast, regardless of whether the crime or not is like moral, he chose to commit a crime. You mean, and if I'm going to uh, capital, yeah, he chose to commit a crime. So if I'm going to capitalize on it, I'm going to capitalize on it, especially if it has to do with my daughter who is not fully developed, probably made a decision out of, out of just pure horniness. And he took advantage of that because she is underdeveloped or not fully developed. I should say not fully developed. Absolutely. I want to pay out because the net benefit of her being able to go to school paid for, not saying I wouldn't have the money to pay for it, but like going, like having the ability to do that, is far greater than me just dropping the charges because, hey, she wanted it or whatever. So for me, it the value in it is greater if I pursue damages. But hey. But if it's my boy, same thing. What do we know? <laughs> okay. Well, I, 